This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. And now, uh, so I was given these questions, and uh, I um, we'll, we'll discuss it. And it's open. I mean, I, the, the point is not for me to read the questions and, and, and to just add to Adrasha. If the Olam would, I'll we'll, you know. You, we can talk and, and, and back and forth if you like. The first question is, the Rambam, according to the common understanding, believes there is a correlation between the level of sitkas one has and the level of Ashkachim receives. With this in mind, how and in what way are the tefillahs of the Hamayan Am effective? Does their level of sitkas inhibit their tefillahs from being accepted in any way? So I think I'd like to <coughs> broaden this point a little bit. Somebody who speaks about this is the Akeda in Arichus in the following way. Um, the Chazanish used to be very annoyed with Arshonim who took a Chazal and built an entire Shita on a Chazal. He said, just like in Halacha, you have to go through an entire Sugya, in Agod is the same. So for instance, if someone says, says like if, if someone is Koyas, he's like being over Avodah Zarah. You can't build on that alone. There are many Chazal about Kas, and you need to get the sense of it from all the Chazal. The, the Akedah speaks about, Chazal speak about Mazel. Chazal speak about Ashkocha. Chazal speak about Schusim. Chazal speak about Tefillah. Now, let's take a, a parallel. Somebody gets sick. There was a bacteria that attacked him. There was a lowered level of bodies. Um, there is a genetic condition that predisposes him. There's an environment that's very unhygienic. All of these are factors. Uh, you, when a person is studying biology in, a broad, in broad strokes, you, you can never take one factor, okay, you're sick, you must have not been hygienic. That's, that's not the way to go with it. You learn all the factors that go into, um, into disease, and then you work way backwards and say, well, in this case, this person was exposed to a normal level of bacteria, but there's something about his immune system that's, that's been compromised, that's not good. Or this person has some genetic disposition because of this, this reason, and so on. So in Ruchlius, it's very much the same. It's a balance. A person who's a tremendous tzaddik and like the drama says, two conditions. He has to be an extraordinary tzaddik and be dovek nakadosh baruch at the time it's happening. If a person at that level, he needs not do anything more. But everyone else, tefillah is an element that nakadosh baruch chose to help us in its time of tzara. And mazel goes into a play of which things will affect the person. So all of these things are um, really components. You can't just take one thing and say, if X, then Y. That's the wrong way to say this chazal. It is one of many items that, that, that go into it. I'll, I'll say over my, my, my Rebbe Yochai Shalevitz used to have, even have sometimes very picturesque ways of, of portraying something, he explained why the Torah doesn't, why we don't have a continuous learning from Nisim about what we're supposed to do. And he said, 
Uh, you would say it's a very funny way. Reb Chaim was very ponderous. And when I knew him already, there was a lot of years like Kavod. He was older. And he would say they're punished, but they had a very, they were very funny. He'd say, we have a story to describe this. It is the story of, I don't know what the heck to say, right? The deceptive mother-in-law, or, the, or something along those lines. She said that there was, uh, the, the, the <coughs> brother of Tom his, and his wife had two running arguments about, uh, two running arguments. One was the doctor had ordered for him because of his heart condition, to drink a glass of hot milk every morning. And he refused to eat or drink anything before davening, no matter what. So Chaim said, who was right? She was right, of course. Uh, you know, this was, this was uh, Pikoch Nefesh, or, or, or certainly uh, a big tsar, and he should object to The second argument they had was, he very much wanted a Chaim Sansa, the Debre Chaim, as a son-in-law. He eventually did become a son-in-law by him. Chaim was a Goyen Ador, a Tzadik Ador. He limped on a foot. So uh, the, uh, the Baruch wanted it, and, and his wife did not. Who was right? So Chaim said, he was right. I mean, you talk about the Debrechaim, this was the, the giant of the generation, and, and the Mela, one day she was bringing milk to him in the morning to try to get him to drink. She slipped, she fell, and broke her foot. So she said, my husband is right, he shouldn't be drinking any milk before that. <laughs> so Chaim said, in order to learn the lesson, you need to have chachma. In, in other words, it's the same way like when you see a disease. It, what the disease is, you can identify. What's the cause of it? If a person comes in with an erratic set of, of, of symptoms to a hospital, if it fits a you know, neat case, then, then a computer spits out the answer. But if it's strange, you have to start thinking the combination of things that could be happening into causes. So, so I would stay away. Filler is something that helps. Filler is something that Kodesh wants from us. How a Kodesh works, all these factors, all these different schosim, that's a Kodesh We learn these things so that we know where we need to put more emphasis. We do more mitzvahs to get more schosim, we do tefillah, hisairus, whatever it is. But tachlis, there's not any one factor that you can just straight, you know, write out A causes B and nothing else and only A. Okay, that, that's how I think. Any questions? Any, any follow-up? Anybody? Okay. Most, if not all, yeshivas dedicate an incredibly portion of the day to learn Gemara Be'iv. How does this make us into better Ovdi Hashem? Or in other words, is the point of Limit Gemara being to make us Ovdi Hashem? And if so, how does it do that? So, um, I, I, would, I would point out a few things. The morale says that, um, first of all, of all the mitzvahs, Learning is the most ruchnistic activity. It requires, and that's why it's so hard. You sit down to learn, y- y- you fret, y- your fingers don't know where to go, your mind is busy with pictures. Y- y- it's very hard because a, a, a genuine sikhliistic uh, enterprise is far from, as far from Gashmis as we can get. So the activity of learning itself stresses the most ruchnistic part of a person that we put a finger on. And the sham is something so beyond, so to speak. Second, if we're learning with a modicum of lishma, then what we're learning is what does Akadosh Baruch Hu think the right thing to do in this case is. If you see the Rambam, who is considered to be very cerebral and rationalist, every so often Peshach Mashiach is, 
Omar Kaddish Baruch Tziva Kaddish Baruch Hu, Omar Bore. He is constantly sort of alluding, it all starts with our Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ratzit. Me and him are having an argument on a few thousand dollars. The question is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a guideline to what's mine and what's his. I need to figure it out because if it's wrong, I'm stealing. So even though we're not conscious of that while we're learning, but in the big, big picture, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to understand, uh, understand what's right and what's wrong. That's the second point. I want to add a third point. The Rambam, when he speaks of Avas Hashem, says two criteria for what's called Avas Hashem. One is the learning and the enjoyment of the learning, tainug the learning. That's in Sefer Mitzvah how he describes it. Then he adds on that is the derech of the ohev to want to spread the Ava. Now let's let's think a little bit and, and understand <coughs> how that is. Being close to somebody could mean physically close. I'm sitting right next to him. And I enjoy his company means I'd like to hang out with him. That is not Shaykh with Akarish Parahu. Obviously. There's no there's no physical contact, closeness. It, it's a meaningless statement. Some people, some some shitas are to remember the nice things Akash Baruch did for us. It's a harder shita because at the end of the day, there, you know, there could be a fireman that saved you with tremendous bravery and you owe him a debt of gratitude, you do anything for him, you still don't consider yourself close to him. You don't consider him his best friend. You, you, say, you might say he did the most for you, but you don't consider it real closeness. Real closeness is Kirvas Hadas. Gemara uses that expression a little bit in Ksubis. Gemara is a Shaila, what they said is Ksubis, totally in, 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 in Bio, Kirvas Hadas, Kupa is enough. But Kirvas Hadas means when I feel that our understandings, our evaluations, our take on things are the same. When people are dating and they get married, it inevitably, like there's a turning point where you say, you know, we understand each other in a way that I never ever was understood. I never ever understood something like that. No one ever understood me like that. There's always that type of moment because real kirva is where my take on things and that person's take on things click, they resonate. They're on, they're on the same wavelength. That's the only type of kirva we can have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, Torah is HaKadosh take on right and wrong, on good and bad. And it's a struggle for us as we learn that love, as we understand it, as we get into it, as we're osaking it, we, we resonate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's moral ev evaluations of, 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 of Torah and Ra. And that's real care So I mentioned three points here. One is a personal exercise that it's the most ruthless activity we can do. It has no physical objects to it. It's all thinking. And that's why it's so difficult. And but but getting over that hump, working away towards that, makes you more ruthless. We spoke about the, 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 the sense of wanting to do Ratzin Hashem when a person is Osik in Halacha and trying to determine what is wanted from me. And then we spoke about another Nakuda about the resonance of my understanding of right and wrong and the understanding that he's put in this world and said, this is my take on the world. When a person's mind and instincts resonate with it, he's close to Akash Baruch. That's the, that I, is how I would define it.
Okay, any... Good. Um, three, do you show me the... I must be getting right. I, I guess <laughs> I, 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 I... Do you show me the pick... Do, um, do I get a prize every round for being right at all, at all the answers? Do I do, do is there, is there anything? Three, do you show me certain Amarons difficult to have a Kavanis while davening? The statement of Hazal is quite discouraging. Is there anything we can do personally to enhance our Kavan in davening? or our davening more generally. It's, it's interesting that this is an issue that spans across every type of yeshiva. Um, you know, it, it, it's something that will, well, almost every place I've been to, um, it, it, it's, it's something that people struggle with. I find it interesting. Um, Reb Chaim Stein, that tells us yeshiva, used to say in his yeshiva, in Europe, life was so rough and so difficult that it took anything to set you off sobbing. People, there were always luxurious <coughs> hanging over people. Money was in terrible sort of supply. And it wasn't just a question of money for some extra trip. People didn't have meals. They, they had to skip meals occasionally. You know, people had clothing was threadbare and, and, and everything was a hassle. People sat around long and not married. Everything, people had a lot of stress, and it took almost um, nothing. A Yom Kippur, an Elul, a Shavim Tap, something happened, and everybody it would, would just pour out, was ready to pour out. Today, Baruch Hashem, we have a, you know, relatively, I know everybody thinks they're overstressed, especially the yeshiva is demanding as over here, I'm sure everybody feels very, very stressed. but. We, we, we don't have that type of existential threat and uh, stress that, that we had. So I think Akadosh Baruch wants us now to start reaching into a deeper recess of ourselves and try to bring out emotion from a deeper place. I think that's what he's saying about God. I don't know how many people here enjoy reading something like poetry. It's something like beautiful writing that's you know, I don't know how many people really enjoy reading anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even sure of that. But the deeper regish is when a person focuses himself and tries to think about things and is moved by words that express deeper feelings, deeper thoughts. Um, how many people have ever found it um, of uh, have found it meaningful to sit alone somewhere? Um, with a, a novel, with a Tanakh, taking prokim that are especially moving, and and saying them quietly to themselves and living through it. Um, it's an experience that once you experience emotions that are hidden in words, and especially filler to hillam, they're that they're made to express emotion rather than information, and. It, 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 so it used to be where we were just waiting to explode the emotion. Baruch Hashem, we don't have those hardships, but now we have a challenge of doing it. It takes it, it takes a um, uh, it takes a person to be misboded a little bit, and I'll add the thing at the close of the media and everything else you have in your pocket, so that you are misboded actually, and resist the temptation to take a selfie or anything else, and sit between yourself and your Shalom. And learn or read something that you felt after, that you felt moved you especially. And I, I want to tell you a personal experience, an epiphany I had a few years ago. 
I was, I was being mama said with something that I had done dozens of times. And I came across in a Pasik by Yosef and his brothers, and he said, you know, don't worry, kill Well, and I, for some reason, it triggered in me a picture. And I sit back and I say to myself, let me put myself in, in, in Yosef's shoes. My brothers take me when I'm 17 years old, and they sell me to become a slave, to pick cotton for the rest of my life in Louisiana. I will work like a dog till the day I die. I will never get married. I'll never have children. I'll never have to make a nickel, never accomplish anything. I will be a workhorse for the rest of my life. Hard to imagine a greater jail sentence than that. And 22 years I've been there, and nobody even bothered to look up at, to look, to look out for me, to send somebody to say, hey, whatever happened to him? Okay, we got over our anger, it's behind us, where is he? 22 years, as far as they're concerned, I'm picking cotton and being beaten by, by a slave master in, in, in Louisiana. Hot cotton, picking cotton under 100 degrees sun, and that's it. That's where I am, and they're here in front of me. And for the first time, they actually are frightened out of their wits. And they realize what they've done. And I tell them it was Ashkacha. And the Torah doesn't quote people who give lip service. The Torah quotes people that are saying what they mean and mean what they say. And he says, believe me, that was Ashkacha so that the whole family gets saved. I, I remember I was just so stunned, I couldn't move. But because for whatever reason, I had actually bothered to pay attention to the words and, and to the scene that was in front of me. And, and, we, and, and we need to consciously go and, and focus on these things. There's, there's, there's in, in Yekipa Davning, there's a, um, after the Avoda, Avoda is very poignant and very moving. After the Avoda, there's about 10, 20 little slichas and so, sorts. This was when the was there, we used to bring these carbonates, these carbonates, these carbonates. Now we have terrible, terrible things. Akash Baruch should help us, things will be good, 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 good. And then we get on to Sarugim Malchus. And mo most of the time you think that the python put it in there so that we have a break between the Avoda and the Sarugamalchus to catch our breath. Somebody two years ago, Hillel Palay, everybody knows who that is, I'm sure, um, he, he came out with a nigginfrit on the same Achris Lamecha, and it just blew me away. I mean, those words came alive. They walked off the Machsa, and, 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 you know, they shook me. It, it, it's simple, right? I'm sure you've heard it, and, and it's, it's become very popular. And I said to myself, look at this. I, I, was, I was treading on a gold mine all these years, and I never, I never sat down and brought it out. I would say to take a niggin that, that you feel evokes feelings in tefillah, and sit again, sit quiet with yourself, and say, say a, a, a psukim of, of Tanakh with, that, with, with, with a niggin. Say Ketusha to yourself, obviously the way you let us say it without, you know, shame and so on. Um, the, the, you, once, you get, once you get into the habit that those words trip emotion you, and you say it slowly and focus on it, it you don't have to put Kavanis in, but once you sensitize yourself, the words should sing in you. And it, it hopefully, if, if we, it, you need to put effort, you need to devote some, some focus on it, but if you do it, then Be'ez Hashem, um, I, I, I believe you can at least begin to get the sense of what could be Kabbalah and Tefillah. 
for a large percentage of Talmudim Yeshiva this year will soon move on to some form of university college environment. What preparations can we do now on Yeshiva to help us cope with the ensuing problems of the future? Um, I can't resist saying I just published a book on it. <laughs> and for with a special discount for Gush Talmudim, you can order it online and get it. Um, I actually, I don't know if the oil is familiar or not. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, some of it I think will be relevant. Some of it, the book was written, it's called Orcus Chaim, a, a um, Betara for Life. In, in, in the, in the um, well, I don't know what to call it, Black Hat Yeshiva World, Friday Yeshiva World, this actually is in, in many ways a, a sharp challenge. People sit many years learning Kolo with perhaps the expectation they would remain in that environment in some sort of job capacity forever. Life moves on and for whatever reason, they're, they're going out, and it's happening in ever larger numbers because the numbers are growing, and that's the reality of it. And for somebody who is expected to be one world and finds himself in the other world, that crisis is a real crisis. Um, and you know, it, it's a crisis of trying to reconcile different sheets and office. It's a crisis in an environment that you've come to regard as normal, as opposed to an environment that you feel is um, is uh, bad or subpar, and that's now your environment. And, and it has a lot of pieces to it that are difficult. <laughs> it's, it's got its own difficulties. And, and you know, that's very different than somebody who spends a year or two, even three in yeshiva. It's very different in terms of just the amount of time you spent and, and what you're anticipating. Were you anticipating moving on or not? Um, I think the... the, the um, the most important thing, um, there's a there's a muscle from the Breslava. It goes like this: there was a king who had a dream that he would become crazy, that the wheat would be poisoned that year, and to become crazy. I read a historical footnote on it that there used to be um, fungus infection on the rye, and um, it would cause hallucinations. So that year, everybody was in a happy hour all year long. It was like you know a, a, a full year of happy hour. And the kid says he calls in his, his, his yardsim and he asks them, what shall I do? So the first thing he said, we'll have a special supply of wheat for you, and we are going to keep you sane. They came back to him a day or two later, and they said, no, that's not good advice, because a sane king cannot rule over an insane nation. That might explain the president we picked, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but he said, it's, it's, um, well, you can't have a, 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 a second. So, so you're also going to have to eat the wheat and also um, suffer, become insane. But you'll have a ring around your finger that will say, um, remember, thou art insane. That's the story. I, I'd like to bring it relevant to here. The challenge of a community where people spend only a year or two in yeshiva, move on, and so on, is that this year or two and this environment becomes like a surreal environment. It's so sort of, that's not real life, and therefore it's it, it it's it was nice to spend a year or two, but I will adjust to the cultural norms and values and everything else out there. I think. It's important to remember that Emes and Tov and a world that looks like the world that be is here. 
a person should be, a human being should have spent all his life being Osik and Chachmas Elohim, and Malachim should have brought, you know, wine and, and, and you know, Bitzola Ophos. It's because we sinned, and Akash Prochus said, we must be part and parcel of the very physical world. But Ruchnius is a mainstay. And first of all, understanding that, understanding that society around you takes a toll, understand that not being like society 100% is probably the most important thing. Havdalah is important. You, you make a cheshbon how much insane you have to be and how much sane. But you, you, you need to ask yourself, how much do I need to be like other people to function in whatever environment I am? And how much am I different? As a Jew, I'm different. I need to be marked as different in a positive way. And you know what they don't understand, they don't understand. But I need to understand. And I need to reconnect back again and again to a yeshiva or a very rochnistic environment for that reason. If it's the time that I'm going to a base marriage to learn, it should have a base marriage atmosphere to it. It should be closed. It, 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 you know, closing cell phones, uh, smartphones, whatever, it's not just it shouldn't disrupt. It's I'm not going to, that, 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 that your envelope is Kaddish. That world does not exist here. It exists there. And I'm coming here to recharge. In, in yeshivas, is, it, in many yeshivas, become very popular to Yachikala. And people have said, I, I've heard from many people who came, that they get a tremendous amount just slipping back into yeshiva mode. And what I spoke about, where I came beforehand. Understand that a yeshiva environment is the real environment. It's not like university is a preparation for life. So engineering school is a preparation for being an engineer, but that's it. it this is very different. This is the makom. This is, this is the makom unique. This is the kruvim. You need to go outside and do what you need to do, but there has to be a place and time and space to connect. Shabbos and Those are points I make in the book. It, it, it's always being able and, and, and to gain that perspective I, I, the level of Shmeres and Mitzvahs in the yeshiva, the level of understanding halachas like yeshiva, the level of people's kedusha and interaction like in yeshiva, that's the emes world. Everything else around is a compromise. It's what has to take place because the world is different and we need to, to be able to fend. But understanding that, to start understanding that now, and to always making sure that we touch base with a, with a place that's really safe, to, to get that sense of, of what's emis and what's not is the most important thing you can do. Um, one more question here. There are many Tchumei Torah. Of them, Machshava takes up a major chalik. If one wanted to build up his own Machshava, what's far would I recommend for him to read and in what sequence? So, I have two or three comments on this. First of all, the, the problem I guess the challenge with all of Machshava is, it's it's a it's a um, it doesn't have a real inherent discipline, the way Gemara has. Gemara is a logical yes no. Does it make sense? Can I can, you know do I have a kasha from it? Do I have a riot to it? An argument in Gemara in Halacha has a certain rigorous discipline. So there are different approaches and different ways of understanding and some debate whether this far holds or not. But it demands of you. The Gemara is constantly asking, how can you say this? It says differently. The Gemara doesn't say, well, I feel different about the issue. <laughs> you know, that, that, that none of that exists in the, in the Gemara. 
if there's a bracelet that says not like you, it's back to the drawing board. S something's got to give. It, it, there's a certain rigor, and that's why when the scholars started, the little Behuda notably, he withdrew his Askama for some, and he said he will only give Askama a sperm in, in, in the Olamu Agada to people who are also accomplished in the world of Halacha. Because then he feels these people are coming from a, a, a solid base. So, so first of all, it needs something. You need to say, you need to balance, achieve a balance between the part of Torah that demands accountability and it's not what you would like to say, but what it says, and what can be proven, versus what can be disproven, and so on. So having a firm act is one. Two, you need to pick up a dera from somebody. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine any serious firm, not a Maral, not an Efeshachayim, many more of those firm, not a more of none of those firm, could, could a person conceivably just learn on his own? It's it's there's a it's like just like Reb Chaim al, al Ramam. It's very hard to imagine somebody could pick it up on himself and just learn it from the words. So, so you want to hear from somebody who a you feel is accomplished Talmud Chacham, and in this area also. Two, Reb Huda writes his introduction to to his forum that this chelik of Torah is it's where where. Sakhalacha and 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 the actual kima mitzvah are sort of two separate things. I could I could decide that is like this and I could not do it. In the world of what we call machshava, the broad world machshava, um, over there, you, your meisim and your shavas are very closely aligned. You have to feel that this person is solid. He, he's 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 balanced. He has gravitas. He's, he's, he's a person that you look up to as a person, then his insight and his thought carries that. If, the, if, there, if, if you have issues with the person's personality, th then, then somewhere along the line, his take on Torah, which is expressed in Makshava, are going to be problematic. I, I don't know this, whoever wrote the question, what level he's holding on. There are some sperm that I think are Shavuot nefesh. I found Orgadal Yol to be an, an amazingly good safer. He takes Hasidic thoughts and translates into words that are easy to understand. The way Reb Desla had done a generation before, those are type of sperm that they give you an, an, a, a segue into, um, into a different world. My Rebbe, my, the two people whom I heard was Reb Hutna. There's no tapes from Hutna in, in, in any language but Yiddish. And so I don't think it'd be helpful anybody. And my Shapiro, I believe some of his uh, his Thursday shirim, I believe, are available. They're nivrit. They're they they are classic in the ability to explain a deeper concept in words that that are, are solid and seicholdik. He was able. He was a master at being able to throw ideas and break them into meaningful, logical pieces, bits and pieces. Those are things I could recommend. Other than that, it's a very tough answer because it depends where this person holds from. And finding somebody that you can relate to in terms of the person, the way he expresses it, the way he teaches it, and, and, and the person as a gavra are, are crucial for any real uh, a deeper understanding of Taira. Okay, I am, um, thank you very much. It's been very nice being here. I'm, uh, it's always a it's always a pleasure. It's a it's a that's 
interested and, and engaged and serious. Baruch Hashem, it's, um, I see it from the boys of Soul Spring that go and come back. It's, uh, all, all, it's, it's always uh, a, a pleasure to see the transformation that happens. And Bez Hashem, Yishuvi Matzliach, and keep growing and shining. And if you, if, you, if, you, if, if you get engaged in the right way here, Bez Hashem should last with your lifetime. Okay. <laughs>